0: Greetings friends, welcome back to the broadcast. Today we are looking at our Psalms and Proverbs and we are just blessed to be able to start another week with some wisdom and some encouragement from God's Word. I am very grateful for this continued opportunity to read God's Word, to commentate on God's Word. I've been blessed to do this for many years. Right now, I just feel like the Psalms are crying out to our generation. Today, we are looking at Psalm 12. It's only eight verses, but I think this, combined with some commentary, uh, is going to really speak to your heart today. And of course, we're going to read from the Proverbs, as is uh, typical. But let's start with our Psalm for this morning. Open up your hearts, and let's see what the Word of God has to say for us. Psalm 12, King James Bible. Help Lord, for the godly man ceases, for the faithful fail from among the children of men. They speak vanity, every one with his neighbor with flattering lips and with a double heart they do speak. The Lord shall cut off all flattering lips and the tongue that speaketh proud things. Who have said with their tongue, Will we prevail? Our lips are our own. Who is Lord over us? For the oppression of the poor, for the sighting of the needy, Now will I arise, saith the Lord. I will set him in safety from him that puffeth at him. The words of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. Thou shalt keep them, O Lord. Thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. The wicked walk on every side. When the vilest men are exalted. So let's have a look here. It's only eight verses, but it's eight very profound verses. Let's start with the first verse. Help, Lord. For the godly man ceases. In other words, he's (laughs) nowhere to be found. The godly man is gone. For the faithful from among the children of men. This sounds like a word for today. What's interesting is I'm looking at Charles Spurgeon's commentary. And uh, Charles Spurgeon died in the late 1800s. And here's what he said about his day and this psalm. So he quotes the first four verse here, help lord for the godly man ceases for the faithful fail from among the children of men. Here's his commentary. One might have thought that David still lived among us. His cry is so timely, so exactly true to the position of affairs today. What a prayer he offers. Driven away from confidence in men, he cries, Help, Lord. Thou mighty one, put forth thy power. Thou faithful one, display thy truth. Help, Lord, for the godly man ceases. For the faithful fail from among the children of men. I've been speaking a lot about how the word of God is alive. and every generation sees the roller coaster and we just we just have the unfortunate I don't want to say pleasure to be witnessing the complete meltdown and decay of western civilization and most of us remember when things were really good We just didn't realize it. Let's continue on with our psalm here. Let's break it down a little bit further. I want to read some commentary from Matthew Henry also. So verse 2, They speak with vanity. Everyone with his neighbor with flattering, flattering lips and double heart do they speak. So it's always lies and alternative motives, right? That's what that double heart is about. Verse 3, the Lord shall cut off all flattering lips and the tongue that speaketh proud things. So Now we're getting to the point that God's going to deal with these people who have said with their tongue, we will prevail with our lips. Our lips are our own. Who is Lord over us? Right. So they're very arrogant. For the oppression of the poor, verse 5, and the sighting of the needy, Now will I arise, saith the Lord, I will set him in safety from him that puffeth at him. So for the sake of the needy, for the sake of the poor and the oppressed, God is going to arise out of his place and save him from the one who puffeth at him. John Wesley says puffeth, meaning from him that despises him and hopes to destroy him. Verse 6, The word of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. Verse 7, Thou shalt keep them, O Lord, thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. Here's an important verse, verse 8. The wicked walk on every side when the vilest men are exalted. This is another verse for us today. You want to know why the wicked are everywhere? Overrunning every industry, overrunning every corner in the Western world. It's because as a society, we have rejected God and we have exalted and celebrated vile people. Here's what Matthew Henry says about this psalm. I'm going to read just a paragraph real quick from his commentary and then we'll move on to our Proverbs. He says, this psalm furnishes good thoughts for bad times. A man may comfort himself with such meditations and prayers. Let us see what makes the times bad. And when they may be said to be so, ask the children of this world, what makes the times bad? And they will tell you: scarcity of money, decay of trade, the desolations of war, make the times bad. But the Scripture lays the badness of the times on causes of another nature. So he's make, Matthew Henry's making a point about what creates bad time. We think that it's because of money or trade or war but the root is something else here's what he says perilous times shall come for sin shall abound and of this david complains matthew is pointing out its actually sinful nature of men you see the wicked walk on every side when the vilest of people are exalted And as a result of these vile people being exalted and put in positions of power, incomes, scarcity of money, decay of trade, desolations of war. Continuing on with this commentary, we're almost done with it. When piety decays, times are really bad. He who made man's mouth will call him to account for his proud, profane, dissembling, or even useless words. When the poor and the needy are oppressed, then the times are very bad. God himself takes notice of the oppression of the poor and the sighting of the needy. When wickedness abounds and is contented by those in authority, then the times are very bad. This is where we are in our world today. Wickedness abounds and the authority... People in positions of power, they condone and embrace that wickedness, which makes the times very, very bad. See with what good things we are furnished for such bad times, and we cannot tell what times we may be reserved for. And that's just a hard truth. We don't know what the future holds. We speculate Some of us are so arrogant as to pretend we know, but the reality is is we don't know what times we are reserved for, which is why we need to be like David, and our cry needs to be, help, Lord, for the godly man ceases, for the faithful fail from among the children of men. Let's look at our Proverbs for this morning. Looking at Proverbs 17, the contrast of goodness and evil continued. King James Bible, let's have a look. Better is a dry morsel and quietness therewith than a house full of sacrifices with strife. A wise servant shall have rule over a son that causes shame, and shall have part of the inheritance among the brethren. The fining pot is for silver, and the furnace for gold, but the Lord trieth the hearts. A wicked doer giveth heed to false lips, and a liar giveth ear to a naughty tongue. Whoso mocketh the poor. Reproaches his maker, and he that is glad at calamity shall not be unpunished. Children's children are the crown of old men, and the glory of children are their fathers. Excellent speech becometh not a fool, much less do lying lips a prince. A gift is as precious stone in the eyes of him that hath it. Whithersoever it turneth, it prospereth. He that covereth a transgression seeketh love, but he that repeateth a matter separateth very friends. A reproof entereth more into a wise man than a hundred stripes to a fool. An evil man seeketh only rebellion, Therefore, a cruel messenger shall be sent against him. Let a bear robbed of her whelps meet a man rather than a fool in his folly. (laughs) Please note. Solomon really points out that fools are just... There's nothing you can do with them. (laughs) a wise person will take a reproof and will, will change, but you can beat a, a fool with a whip 20 times. It won't change them. They're foolish. Now, what's the Bible define the difference between fools and those who are wise? Well, for starters, you can't even begin to be wise or to have wisdom until you have the fear of the Lord, right? That's the beginning of wisdom. People who have a relationship with God, who fear God, they have humility. They can be corrected. Fools are full of pride. You can hit them with a hammer. It ain't going to change. The only thing that can change them is an encounter with God. Verse 13, Whoso rewardeth evil for good, evil shall not depart from his house. The beginning of strife is when one letteth out water therefore leaveth off contention before it meddleth with before it be meddled with verse 15 he that justifieth the wicked and he that condemneth the just even they are an abomination to the lord please note what you're seeing in our culture today what we've just been discussing with our psalm, that's what verse 15 is explaining. See, the wicked are being exalted and justified, and the righteous are being oppressed, right? He that justifieth the wicked, and he that condemneth the just, even they are an abomination to the Lord. Verse 16. Wherefore is there a price in the hand of a fool to get wisdom, seeing he hath no heart to it? A friend loveth at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. A man void of understanding striketh hands, and become a surety in the presence of his friend. He loveth transgression that loveth strife. And he that exalteth his gate seeketh destruction. He that have a froward heart findeth no good. And he that have a perverse tongue falleth into mischief. You see, those two things go hand in hand. A froward or perverse heart leads to a perverse tongue, and that perverse tongue gets you into trouble. Verse 21. He that begetteth a fool doeth it to his sorrow, and the father of a fool hath no joy. A merry heart doeth good like medicine, but a broken spirit dryeth the bones. A wicked man taketh a gift out of the bosom to pervert the ways of judgment. Wisdom is before him that hath understanding, but the eyes of a fool are in the ends of the earth. A foolish son is a grief to his father, and bitterness to her that bear him. Also to punish the just is not good, nor to strike princes for equity. He that hath knowledge spareth his words, and man of understanding is of an excellent spirit. Please note, we talk about this almost every week. Keep your mouth closed. You don't have to be heard. Every opinion and every thought that you have doesn't have to be heard. Every thought that enters your mind doesn't have to come out of your mouth. What's he saying? He that hath knowledge spareth his words. If you see somebody who seems pretty reasonably intelligent and uh, uh, holds themselves up in an upright manner but rarely speaks, it may not be that they're quiet or shy. It very well may, may be that they're just wise. Last verse, verse 28 even a fool, when he holdeth his peace, is counted wise. And he that shutteth his lips is esteemed a man of understanding. Let that sink in. Look, sometimes you've formed a habit for so many years it can be really hard to rein this in so what you have to do is you have to seek God it's just like any other sin Lord help me guard the door to my mouth this is something you may have to pray every morning and then again in the middle of the day and then again before you go to bed and over time God will transform you and before you know it, you'll be that person who keeps their mouth closed. And then you'll start to notice people around you who don't, and you'll be like, "Wow, I can't believe they said that, but you may have used to been the person who used to say that. Just like any sin, seek God and don't expect instant fix. God likes to transform us through growth, through faith through sometimes even hardship. I pray you've been blessed this morning, my friends. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for providing me this amazing opportunity. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.